Hello and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today, the Doc is in to answer the question, how do I pray? Let's hear what he has to say. I was talking to a dear saint the other day. He's in his early 80s, and he's walked with the Lord a lot of years. He and I were talking on the topic of prayer and the lack of it. I made a comment about a quote I heard year heard years ago by Dr. Adrian Rogers who said prayer is the greatest privilege and the greatest neglect of Christians. And this gentleman, very seasoned in his years, even as a Christian, said, why do you think that is? And I said, well, I have ideas. Why do you think? He said he believed it was because many Christians don't know how to pray. As a result, over the next few months, I'd love, or next few weeks, I'd love to take an opportunity and address the topic of prayer. So this week, uh, we're going to begin a month or so of podcasts related to prayer by answering the question, how do I pray? Well, the Lord Jesus teaches us in Matthew chapter 6 what is often referred to as the Lord's Prayer. I think we should probably call it the disciples' prayer because it is when our Lord taught the disciples how to pray. He said, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So the Lord Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. So a prayer for his disciples, disciple simply means follower, a learner of those who choose to follow Jesus and learn how to live in a way that would honor God. So we come to God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work at the cross. You know, he lived a perfect life. He died a sacrificial death and he was raised from the dead so that we could be free from our sins, begin a relationship with God, and have the promise of heaven. When we surrender our life to Him, we have this privilege of prayer. And this pattern, this prayer the Lord Jesus gave His disciples is good for you and me. It's not necessarily one that we're to say over and over again, although there's nothing wrong with praying the Scripture back to the Lord. Rather, it is actually a pattern of how we're to pray. And in this pattern, we really see four elements of a healthy prayer life. Not that every prayer would consist of all four of these elements, but our prayer life would certainly benefit from the practicing of all four of these elements. So in the disciples' prayer the Lord gives us, the first element we see is adoration. Notice at the beginning of the verses in the prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, the Lord Jesus taught us to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So we are to start our prayer out with adoration. One, we're to address the Father. We're to pray to God the Father. And as we pray to the Father, we are to adore Him. We are to praise Him for who He is. He is Almighty God, the maker of all that is seen and unseen. 
He is our good, good Father. He's better to us than we deserve. There is so much we can praise God for. So each morning as we start our day, we should begin it with adoration. Spend some time praising the Father for who He is. For He alone is God and there is none like Him. Secondly, in the prayer the Lord Jesus taught, this pattern, not only would we adore the Father, we also should come clean before Him. There should be a time of confession. So the first element is adoration. The second is confession. Notice as you continue to work through the pattern of prayer the Lord Jesus gives, He says that we should pray and forgive us our debts. We should come clean before the Lord. Every day we must confess before the Lord, even if we're not sure that we've done anything that's missed the mark. None of us are perfect. John writes to the believer in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8, If we claim to be without sin, we lie and the truth is not in us. David tells us in the Psalms, chapter 66, verse 18, that if we had cherished sin in our heart, the Lord would not hear us. If we want to be sure that the Lord would hear our prayers daily, not only do we need to praise Him, we need to come clean before Him. We need to confess our sins before the Lord daily so that they would not break any fellowship we have with the Lord. And know that John taught in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess, this is to the believer now, he says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteous. In other words, He'll restore us back into that right fellowship with Him. So we begin our prayer with praise and adoration. We lift up God for who He is. We come clean before the Lord. And even as we come clean, I think it is right here that we would ask the Lord to fill us with the power of His Holy Spirit for this day. You know, the presence of the Holy Spirit is always with us. Ephesians 1.13 teaches that when we believe we're sealed in Him with the promised Holy Spirit. But we learn in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 that we can stifle the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. So as we confess sin and become clean before the Lord, we need to ask Him to refill us with His power so that we can live a life that would honor Him. As we do this, we move to the third element in the pattern of prayer the Lord Jesus taught us. And this is thanksgiving. Notice that in the prayer, not only are we to praise God and to confess, but we are to give thanks. I'm reminded in Psalm 104, the psalmist writes, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his course, courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Let's be sure that we thank God for all of the good things that He's done for us. We first praise Him for who He is, but then we thank Him for what He's done. And after we spend a season or a time of thanksgiving, then we can move to supplication. In other words, we can present our request to Him. In the Lord's pattern of prayer, He teaches that we should pray that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Know as we lay our requests before God, and we can lay them all, every one, none is too small nor any too big. In 1 Peter 5, 7, we learn that we're to cast all our cares upon Him because He cares for us. That is all of our cares.
But even as we lay our cares before the Lord, we need to be sure that we're praying that it is God's will that we're asking for to be done. Because there are times that as we lay our request before the Lord, we may get a little selfish in our presentation of our requests. This, I believe, is why in the Lord's pattern of prayer, He teaches that we're to pray, Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Typically, as I wrap up my prayers each morning, I'll say something like Jesus said in the garden, if you remember in the garden of Gethsemane, in His humanity, Jesus prayed if there was another way, in other words, if He didn't have to go to the cross to pay for our sins, He said if there was another way, if this cup could pass, let it be so. But then He said, not my will, talking to the Father, but yours be done. And He surrendered Himself to the will of the Father and went to the cross on your behalf and mine. As we pray, we should wrap up our prayers in a similar way just in case we've prayed out of the Lord's will. We might do well to say, not my will, Lord, but yours be done today. And finally, as Paul taught young Timothy in 1 Timothy 2.5, there is only one mediator between God and man, and it is Christ Jesus. As we offer prayers to the Lord, it should always be done in Jesus' name. There is no way that we can approach the Father in any other way than by the precious person and the name, strong name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope this pattern of prayer and these elements will help guide you as you grow in your prayer life, just as I seek to grow in mine. Let us be people that practice adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplications and take advantage of this privilege the Bible teaches called prayer. Thanks for the question. Look forward to talking more on this topic in the weeks to come. But now as we close, remember, God loves you and so do we. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com. 